The demise of the Pac-12 appears inevitable, even if it's still on its last legs as we're recording right now. We're going to take a look at how this might impact Gonzaga by pitching a new merged conference called the Pac-West. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Zags, your daily podcast on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host and longtime Zaga podcaster, Andy Patton, here to bring you news and updates on all things Zag athletics. Happy Friday. It is a busy, busy one here on Friday. We are awaiting the results of a meeting with the Big Ten discussing Oregon and Washington. Oregon and Washington have met with the Pac-12 officials. About 100 different news updates have happened in the last hour or so, but... It is leaning towards a situation where the Pac-12 is probably going to fall apart, at least as of the last time I checked before I hit the record button here. What we're going to do today is we're going to go a few weeks into the future, and we're going to host a pitch meeting between officials starting a new conference between the Pac-12 and the Mountain West with some additional fun in there as well. We're going to pretend that we are pitching this new conference to Mark Few, to Chris Standiford, to Thane McCullough. We're going to get right into what that pitch might look like here in a second. Welcome, folks. Mark, fantastic to see you. As always, always good to have you in these meetings as your basketball program is, of course, the premier reason why this team is in these conversations. Chris, of course, here as well. Always good to have your input expertise as we look ahead to what this does for Gonzaga as a whole, a wonderful university that we're thrilled to be able to extend this invitation into the Pac-West Conference. And of course, Dr. Thane McCullough, fantastic to see you as well. We know that presidents are who vote on conference realignment, so of course, wouldn't be able to have this meeting or this conversation without you here in the building. Of course, I already teased it, but we are going to pitch to you all a new conference that is being formed out of the ashes of the old Pac-12. Of course, as we're having this meeting now, you all know that the Big Ten has won and has taken Oregon and Washington from the Pac-12. Brett Yormark and the Big 12 have now taken Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah and left us in a situation where there are four remaining Pac-12 schools. We're going to create a new power conference on the West Coast. We're calling it the Pac-West Conference right now. And frankly, we would love to discuss with you all having Gonzaga potentially on board, of course, as a non-football member here in this Pac-West Conference. I know that the three of you are all going to have questions you want answered. We're going to get to those questions in about eight to 10 minutes. But before we get to that, I would like to pitch to you some of the appeal in the member institutions that we already have on board to potentially entice you to leave the WCC, who I know has been excellent to you over these last couple of decades. But we believe there is a strong incentive for you to join this conference instead. Of course, we're going to start by keeping the four remaining Pac-12 member institutions in this conference. So you would be joining a conference that includes Washington State, Oregon State, Stanford, and Cal. We believe that these four schools remaining in this conference do help 
with brand recognition. We acknowledge that it is not the same brand recognition that might come with an Oregon or a UCLA. But again, Oregon State was a nationally ranked football program as recently as the 2022 college football season. Washington State has been in and out of the top 15, top 20. Uh, We feel very confident in their direction. Of course, I know you are all not a football school, but we believe that the recognition that these schools may continue to get as a football institution will help this conference continue to remain relevant in the college sports landscape, which we believe helps benefit you coming into a conference that has more national relevancy than the WCC. Beyond that, we believe there are some really fun potential matchups and rivalries that could happen here, specifically with your program, Mark. We know that the Washington State-Gonzaga game has not been played as much in recent years, and we understand why, but having a regional rivalry 75 minutes down the road in Pullman, Washington, playing them twice a year uh, in the tournament or in the regular season, potentially playing them in the tournament as well. We believe that that is a benefit to your program. It is a benefit to the people living in the inland Northwest. We recognize that Oregon State, Stanford, and Cal are not elite basketball programs right now, but they do have historical success. Uh, Cal hiring a new coach in Mark Madsen and bringing in nine new transfers, we believe, will help them be a program that succeeds more. Stanford has continued to recruit exceptionally well, uh, despite not having those on-field successes. Uh, We believe that Stanford and Cal are two programs that can get back to basketball prominence and will provide solid opponents for you uh, in this conference in short order. Beyond that, I think we get to some very exciting potential matchups for you. Uh, Again, specifically you, Mark, but again, these are teams that I think will help throughout all of the different sports that you would be bringing into the PacWest Conference. Uh, Next up is San Diego State. And frankly, this is what we believe is a huge selling point to you, uh, all all of you, in the sense that San Diego State is an incredible athletic program. We're excited to bring the San Diego footprint into our media landscape. We are also excited to bring their football team. But frankly, we're very excited about their basketball program, a team that finished uh, second in the NCAA tournament this past year, losing to UConn in the championship, a team that you folks have scheduled for two consecutive seasons in a true home and home series. We think that that could potentially ramp up some interest in a rivalry. And while this particular merger wouldn't include St. Mary's at this point, and we can discuss that a little bit later, We believe that a Gonzaga-San Diego State rivalry could become among the very best on the West Coast, if not immediately vaulted to the top rivalry in men's basketball on the West Coast, and really one of the best in the country. Not saying you're going to usurp Duke and North Carolina anytime soon, but the history that could develop between these programs with consistent meetings is something that we believe brings a really big appeal to the men's basketball side of this basketball conference. Well, we're called the Pac West, and I know that that implies a merger specifically between the Pac 12 and the Mountain West. And while that is the majority of the programs coming together, we also are looking at some other programs farther out east. And we have are thrilled to be able to present to you all the opportunity to play against both Memphis and SMU, who have agreed to join this Pac West conference. Uh, of course, we believe that. Part of this is expanding geographically and having a footprint in different locations for us to not only retain many of the same localities on the West Coast that we had previously in the Pac-12, we now also add Memphis, Tennessee and Dallas, Texas, which we believe is incredibly vital for the long-term sustainability 
of this conference. Again, football is a huge catalyst here, being able to recruit in Tennessee and in Dallas, Texas, where there are huge amounts of football talent is really big, but it helps for you all as well. Mark, I know how excited you will be to play Memphis two to three times per year. That is a program that you have a rich history against in non-conference competitions, of course, in the NCAA tournament as recently as a few years ago. We believe that this is the kind of game that could turn into another instant classic. And while we have nothing but love and respect for the teams that you all have played in the WCC, we believe that having consistent rivalry games against teams like San Diego State and Memphis and even some of the Pac-12 schools like Washington State is going to be more productive and fruitful and beneficial and get more eyeballs on your basketball product and will help make your team better when you get into March because you will have played better teams from January through February than you were playing in the WCC. We admit that SMU is not exactly a program that moves the needle a ton, but again, they are a high, they have a lot of money at that school. They have a lot of resources. They're in a big, big area. And we believe moving to what we are considering a power conference here on the West Coast will help them uh, emerge and become more of a threat on the basketball court. Finally, we have three schools coming in from the Mountain West outside of San Diego State, three additional schools, I should say, in UNLV, Colorado State, and Boise State to bring us up to 10 schools. Uh, again, a lot of this has to do with some media footprints, being able to have a team located in Las Vegas, a play, an area that is exploding in terms of sports popularity, is really vital to our ability to sustain as a conference. We believe UNLV, while they haven't had a ton of modern success on either the gridiron or the hardwood, we believe that getting them into a, an area where they have a little bit more resources, where they have a little bit more eyeballs on them, a little bit more TV deals, we believe that that will help this program blossom into what they're capable of being. I mean, they were a national championship contender in basketball uh, 30 years ago. We think that there's a possibility they could get back to some kind of national relevance. And for you all to be able to play games on the road in Las Vegas, of course, the NCAA, or excuse me, the Pac West tournament is going to take place in Las Vegas, which you are very familiar with, all three of you having played at the Orleans Arena for over a decade. You're going to get a little upgrade there as we will have our conference tournaments at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. I am sure the fan base for you all who is used to going to Las Vegas, used to watching your team dominate down there, is going to be very happy to see the exact same thing happening at a bigger, nicer arena in Sin City. Colorado State and Boise State are uh, two other programs we're, we're excited to bring in, in part because the localities were excited to have Boise in the conference. We're excited to bring their football experience and expertise, but Quite frankly, they have been a very solid basketball program as well. And Mark, of course, we have you to thank for that and your ability to bring in Leon Rice, who has been the head coach at Boise State for a long time and has really helped this program succeed. Signed an extension through 2028, has taken this team to the NCAA tournament in many years. I think that a regional rivalry between Boise and Gonzaga is another one that we're very excited to see two times per season. And we know that there are many uh, Boise alumni living in the Spokane area and likewise many Gonzaga alumni living in the Boise area. And we think this could emerge into a very solid rivalry. And of course, we have Colorado State as well, uh, a basketball program that has been up and down. They've had some historic success uh, not even that long ago uh, at this program. And we believe that they are capable of turning things around and being a consistent NCAA tournament team, or at least right on the outside of being an NCAA tournament team. And uh, we feel that that is 
something that many more of these programs offer than what you were seeing in the initial WCC. And of course, having more of a footprint in the state of Colorado, where there are many Gonzaga alumni per our research uh, is another thing that we believe would be a benefit to your program. Well, fellas, I know that you're going to have some questions and we're going to hear every single one of them after a word from today's sponsor, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy to create a free job post, and then you just add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions can make it easy to quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and ultimately hire. And let's be honest, the right team member can have a positive and measurable impact on your business. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That is linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, I want to thank all of you for making Lockdown Zags your first listen or your first watch of the day. We're going to have so much more about conference realignment, probably not in this format very often going forward, but we'll talk Big East, we'll talk Big 12, could they still consider Gonzaga? We'll continue to talk about that, what Gonzaga might do with those final roster spots, all of that as we get into August and the closer and closer to the actual college basketball season. For now, though, we are going to continue our conversation pitching this West conference to Mark Few, Chris Standiford, and Gonzaga president Dr. Thane McCullough coming up right now. Well, guys, I really appreciate you all taking the time to write down some questions for us. We know that this is a a very intense ask of you all to leave the WCC, who has been so kind to you over the last couple of decades, and and consider jumping into a conference that is just kind of being pieced together. We do believe that there are tons of upsides to this conference, and I appreciate you guys taking the meeting in the first place and writing down your questions ahead of time so that we can read through them and give some responses. First question here, there's only 11 schools with Gonzaga. Will there be more? This is a fantastic question. Thank you for asking. Right now, we want 10 football schools in order for there to be even numbers. So we have 10 football schools plus an 11 school in Gonzaga, should you accept, of course, this invitation. And we believe 11 for basketball and for the other sports. Again, baseball is going to be a little bit limited. Some of the schools don't have baseball. There's some other things we're still working out on the back end for some of those other sports. Perhaps some other schools get an invitation to be baseball-only members, et cetera, et cetera. But we are considering adding a 12th school that would be another basketball-only member. If this were to happen, we would have 10 for football, 12 for basketball. That other program would be able to bring their additional sports into this conference as well. We have discussed St. Mary's, and we know that St. Mary's is a school that you have a close attachment to as a rivalry uh, and uh, They are a premier basketball program, continually ranked in the top 25, have made four of the last six NCAA tournaments with esteemed head coach Randy Bennett. And we're just concerned about the the size of the school, uh, the lack of accreditation at the school. We have realized that the Pac-12 has kind of had to massage some of their rules around big research institutions. This 
was something that quite frankly may have been the downfall of the conference in the first place is not being able to invite schools like BYU and other schools uh, in previous years because we were there was some consternation about changing that academic requirement. However, at this point, that has obviously changed because of the need to keep the conference alive from a viability perspective and merging with another conference where many of the schools don't fit those institutional requirements. However, St. Mary's still does feel like a school that uh, is hard to be able to bring in because of their limitations uh, from a resource perspective and some of the accreditation lacking that they have. However, it is not something that we have ruled out entirely, and we are considering potentially adding them as a 12th member. There are other schools as well, if we were willing to go farther out east. Dayton and St. Louis are schools that have really struck us as potential options to add uh, out of the A-10 conference to come over to this PacWest conference and play basketball and baseball and soccer and all the rest of the sports that they offer. We believe that Dayton would be a premier basketball program to bring into the A-10. They have had a lot of historic success, have had multiple NBA players in the last few years and would provide another premier basketball outlet for you and for San Diego State and Memphis and the other really basketball-focused schools in this conference to be able to compete against. Uh, we have some final-ditch efforts as well. We could look at schools like Grand Canyon or even some of the old uh, schools in your WCC like San Francisco or even Santa Clara, although we are hoping to avoid those for right now. Next question here was asking about our financial cut and how this would work from that perspective. And to be honest, this is something we are still working on. It does depend on whether we add a 12th member. It certainly depends on whether you all choose to accept the invitation. We are still piecing together how this is all going to work with what the Mountain West has had as their package deal with what uh, George Klyavkov was working on with the Pac-12 before uh, the rest of the member institutions decided to go elsewhere. We're still trying to put some of this together. We do believe, Mark and Chris and Thane, that your presence in this conference will help us significantly with our negotiations at ESPN. This is not a secret to the three of you, but ESPN has a big affinity for Gonzaga basketball because their numbers have been very successful when you all have been on the screen. So we are hoping that ESPN will renegotiate more with us in light of your addition to this conference, should, of course, you accept. We are continuing to look at other streaming options as well and various other things in order to keep you on as many TV screens as we can possibly put you. We understand that without any concrete details in this regard, it will be a bit difficult to accept. I can assure you that a, media, that a package deal that you would get from this conference would be more money on a year-to-year -year basis than you are currently getting in the WCC. That is an assurance that I feel confident being able to make at this time about your future inclusion in the PacWest Conference. We are also considering, and we're going to have to do a vote on the presidents here when we get this all together and, and kind of off the ground, but we are considering having there be escalators that reward more financial incentive to schools that do well in the NCAA tournament, schools that do well in basketball and football. Of course, the football benefits won't work for you, but if you all continue to do what you have done, eight straight Sweet 16s, if you keep making the big dance and keep 
going through the first weekend, second weekend, and, and continuing to compete for national championships, you will be rewarded from a compensation perspective in a way that will outpace what you have been making in the WCC. That is an assurance that we are capable of making you at this time, even if we don't have all of the financial details secured. Next question. Would we get locked in? What if the Big 16 or the other Big 16, the Big 10, the Big 12, what if they come calling? What if the Big East comes calling? Yeah, we believe that we can be competitive with the Big East Conference. I think it's clear that we established that right now. If we can be competitive with the Big East, we think that keeping you here would be of a benefit. We know that the Big East Conference is loaded with basketball talent right now, as UConn has remained in the Big East in this movement of conference realignment. They have not gone anywhere. So we have UConn over there, Creighton, Marquette, Xavier. We know that it is a premier basketball conference, but the amount of travel that would have to be done for your basketball schools and your baseball program and your soccer programs and your volleyball programs, we believe that that amount of money that you would have to spend to travel out there would outpace the perhaps slightly more money that the Big East would be willing to pay. We believe that our offer will make you more money on a year-to-year basis. And yes, we understand that there are some really enticing, exciting basketball that could be played, but you having to travel out East every single weekend is going to get exhausting and tiring. And what is it going to do for your student athletes in March? How exhausted are they going to be having missed so much class, having traveling so much? We feel that having an opportunity to stay in the area, play in areas that you are familiar with, you'll play in Pullman, you'll play in Corvallis, you'll play in the Bay Area, you'll play in San Diego. These are areas that you are comfortable. And getting to do that while playing better programs and making more money feels to us like an advantage that is seriously worth considering as we don't believe that any more realignment is happening with the big conferences after this big move, perhaps The ACC will have some say if Florida State or Clemson opt to leave there, but I don't think any of the major conferences are going to be coming for you. And I I don't say that in a negative light. It's just a belief that I have at this point that this is a premier option for you to choose to be able to join this conference and play better caliber opponents than you were facing in the WCC while making more money. Well, folks, that was a lot of fun. I had so much fun with this. We're going to close out the show talking to you back as your favorite podcast host about this idea. Love to hear your feedback as well. All of that coming up after a word from today's sponsor, eBay Motors. For a championship team, it is all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know the part will fit or you get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay's guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions do apply. All right, folks, segment three here, still Andy Patton, still Locked on Zags, and I am talking to you as your favorite podcast host instead of pretending to present a Pac West conference to Gonzaga's leadership team. I had some fun with this, and really what I want to do here to close out the show is talk through my thoughts in a more 
concise way while also letting you know that I would love to hear your thoughts. This is a made up conference based on it's not made up entirely. I didn't just guess or gamble on things. This is kind of a perception that many have, assuming that Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten, as we projected. Of course, assuming that Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah all leave for the Big 12. If those two things happen, you're left with your four Pac-12 schools. There's talk of an alliance with the ACC. Perhaps that could happen, but I think if those moves do happen, those four schools are going to be forced into some kind of merger with the Mountain West. Some of those AAC schools could come over like Memphis, as we talked about, and kind of wanted to put together what I thought that might look like and then share some thoughts with you. I would rather go to the Big East. I think if the Big East or this amalgamation merger mixed together conference were were the two options for Gonzaga and of course staying in the WCC, I think the Big East is preferred. I do think that the financial part is interesting. Because I alluded, as I alluded to in that fake pitch in segment two there, if this conference was able to provide a similar financial package to Gonzaga, maybe it's $5 million less, maybe it's $3 million less, whatever. If that offsets the amount of travel that would have to happen, where the farthest that Gonzaga is traveling in this conference, yeah, they'd go to Memphis and they'd go to Dallas once or twice, maybe, depending on the sport uh, and the competition. But in the Big East, those are like some of their closest trips. They're going to D.C., you know, they're I mean, they're going to stores, Connecticut. They're going to Cincinnati like they're going very, very far away to play these games. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Gonzaga in the Big East is a dream. It is a dream. It, it would be extraordinary. They're such a perfect fit from a basketball perspective. It's just a really difficult trip to make. And a conference like this could appeal to them more to me personally. I'd rather be in the Big East. I think most of you would too. It's more fun. It's more exciting. It it feels more like where Gonzaga belongs. But at the same time, this new conference, should this be an opportunity that Gonzaga is actually presented, which of course, I don't want to be, I don't want to pretend that I know that that's going to happen, but it would be very silly if a conference like this was getting put together and Gonzaga wasn't on the list. It would be silly how that would work financially, what kind of cut they would get without being a football school. All these other conversations would need to happen. And I alluded to them in this conversation without giving any details because it's impossible to know what those details might look like. But for Gonzaga, you're going to get more money. You're going to get more recognition. Not that Gonzaga struggles with brand recognition anymore. And you're going to get better competition. This conference would not be elite from a basketball perspective, but San Diego State and Memphis, and Colorado State, and Boise State, and UNLV, and Washington State, and Stanford. And I mean, like, there, it's, it's a better conference than the WCC. Is it elite? No. Is it better than the Big East? No, absolutely not. Better than the Big 12 or the Big 10? Of course not. But we're kind of moving forward as if those are not options anymore. Maybe Gonzaga will hold out for the Big 12. Maybe they should hold out for the Big 12. I don't know. But looking at this just from a pure fun perspective for Gonzaga... I'm just floored by how many fantastic localities Gonzaga would get to play in on the road. Think about this. Here are where Gonzaga's road games would be in this conference. Las Vegas, Spo Vegas. We know that Gonzaga fans are going to show up and show out in Las Vegas if they're playing there, not only for their conference tournament, but at least once a year against UNLV. Colorado Springs. Denver area for Colorado. How fun would that be to get that opportunity to play 
I know there are so many fans in the Denver area, so many Gonzaga alums. They haven't really gotten a lot of opportunities to go see their team on the road. Now they would get that opportunity. You have the Bay Area. Of course, there are so many Gonzaga fans who are a little nervous that the road games they've gotten to go to in Moraga and at Santa Clara and even at USF might be going away if Gonzaga leaves the WCC. Look, I'm not going to sit here and trash the city of San Francisco. I had a bad experience the last time I was there. USS campus right in the middle of San Francisco. I think a lot of people out there would probably rather go to Berkeley or to Palo Alto to see Cal, bigger arena. Not, I mean, arguably worse teams, quite honestly, or at least comparable teams, but bigger arenas, more recognition, and I think just more fun places to go to watch those games. You have Boise, huge conglomeration of Gonzaga alumni in Boise. Getting to go there and playing there, so, so fun. Corvallis, I'm not going to pretend Corvallis is like an elite, super fun town. It's probably a little bit more fun than people might think it is, but that helps replace Portland. As a Portland area Zag, one thing that would suck to lose is the opportunity to see Gonzaga on the road in U- at UP. But if they play in Corvallis, that's not that much farther for me. I can make that work. Most people in this area can probably make that work. You have Pullman, don't need to say much there. That would be an absolute madhouse to have that be a local game, to have that be a regular rivalry once again, absolute blast. San Diego, we already are used to San Diego. We just get to go to a more fun arena against a better basketball team. And then you get Memphis and Dallas, the two farther away localities, but what fun places to get to go. I'm definitely taking a road trip to go watch Gonzaga on the road at Memphis. That sounds like an absolute blast. Plus, for Gonzaga, they want to get into more areas. They've recruited in the Dallas area successfully in the past. Hello, Drew Timmy. So they are going to continue to do that and getting opportunities to play down there. As a reminder, Gonzaga played in that area a few years ago, and they caught the attention of a walk-on football player at Rice University named Jeremy Jones. Jeremy Jones ultimately came to Gonzaga and became an incredibly valuable role player for the Zags. These kind of things happen. And playing at SMU and playing at Memphis will give Gonzaga opportunities to be exposed to other players that they may otherwise not have seen. That has a ton of value. I think that this is a really... Really fun, intriguing, exciting opportunity that could be presented to Gonzaga. Of course, it being presented exactly as I laid it out with these exact 10 schools, very unlikely. Dayton being added as a basketball-only member would be an extreme pipe dream. I tossed that in there. I'm sure some of you rolled your eyes when I said it. It's probably not going to happen. But if Dayton were to get added as a 12th member, this is a, a really enticing exciting scenario and i think it's really fun for gonzaga's other sports too we've obviously spent this almost this entire show talking about men's basketball but gonzaga's women's basketball team is is struggling in the wcc right now because there's not any competition for them they can't lose a single game they're kind of like gonzaga was in like 2010 but you add them to this conference washington state's an ncaa tournament team stanford is an elite women's basketball team Cal and Oregon State are not the best, but they are still quality Pac-12 opponents. The Pac-12 is loaded right now in women's basketball. Adding those four schools from women's basketball is a huge, huge boost for Lisa Fortier's team. It's a boost for baseball as well with Stanford and Oregon State. San Diego State has a rich baseball history as well. However, Colorado State, Boise State, and SMU do not offer baseball, so there would be some challenges there. I could see something like San Jose State and Air Force, who are Mountain West schools who kind of got left out here, or even Fresno State, uh, potentially being baseball members. 
in this conference to help get those numbers back up to 10 or 11. Uh, again, this is a very hypothetical situation, of course, but uh, I think that's kind of how that might work out. This would be a benefit for soccer. This would be a benefit for volleyball as well. I, I mean, going down the line, track and field, rowing, like it's going to benefit every sport in terms of competition level. Every sport is going to take an increase because of this. Women's basketball gets a huge benefit. Men's basketball gets a huge benefit. Baseball depends how it all shakes out. If you do add schools like Fresno State and, and San, San Jose State into this conference, I think you're going to still be better than WCC. It's closer because WCC baseball is pretty darn good. But adding Stanford and Oregon State, I mean, Oregon State has won national championships. And they're one of the most elite baseball brands in college baseball. So, so adding them and having them be a opponent that you play in conference would be huge. That's going to wrap me up for today. This was so much fun. We're going to have more conversations, probably not exactly in this format, but we are going to talk about Gonzaga to the Big East, what that might look like as we continue to watch what happens with the Pac-12 in the 30 minutes that I've been recording the show. It has probably changed like two or three times already, but certainly when we have some finality to what's happening, we'll have more conversations on that as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Enjoy your weekend, Zags fan. And of course, as always, go Zags.